0: Us. my name is neil rule the voice of the golden grizzlies of course he is the coach greg campy
1: coach how are you well, good to be here got a lot of people here tonight that kind of stumbled into the show it looks like so it's uh you know the holidays that people come out and now they stuck with us tonight so uh <laughs> I don't want to ruin your meal, but have the seasoned fries. They're the best.
0: Well, speaking speaking <laughs> of people that stumbled into the show, my understanding, West Middle School's basketball team is here in the house tonight. They are four and one.
1: So, you know, wow. West West Middle School is in the house. Yeah, give it up for
0: West Middle School, man. They're four and one.
1: You got anybody that can make a three? I need somebody right now that can make a three. We got some three point shooters in the house. <laughs> 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 the
0: recruiting, hey, never not recruiting, Cam, never uh, not recruiting. Uh, but, no, I mean, you know, you look at West Middle School, they're 4-1, and one, Golden Grizzlies 7-3. and three. There's, there's some wins in the house right now.
1: Yeah. Well, unfortunately, we're coming off a tough loss that I still haven't been able to let go of. But uh, we got the Spartans coming up Tuesday, so uh, we won't have a show next week. Are we going to do the we'll, tape one? We'll, t-
0: we'll tape it either oh, okay. Monday, you know, depending on what your schedule looks right. like. I'll, I'll circle back with you, and we'll figure out. You know what we can do with that but yeah as you said coming off that uh that at one point loss at bowling green and you know camp I, I was going back over that game and was looking at it you guys got off to a 14 to 5 lead and then all of a sudden jamal kane picked up a couple of fouls and then and then got hit with the technical foul and that, that was a game-changing call in, in that game i mean you guys were you guys were looking very good early jamal kane <laughs> was looking very good early that that really yeah. seemed to change the, yeah, the he was, nature that he came. was
1: three of three from the three and having one of those games that was going to be a big game, but that's part of basketball, and, you know, he's got to learn that he's got a target on his back. You know, the uh, people are going to come after him. He's probably the best player in our conference, and, uh, you know, a a guy from Bowling Green got a technical too, but it didn't hurt their team as much to have that guy out as it did for us to have Jamal out. So it was a learning experience for him. He'll learn from it. Again, he's still got to figure out what Batman the role of Batman you know he's got to figure out how important he is to the team and on the floor we got to make sure that he's out there and so it was a good learning experience we still put ourselves in position to win the game and it would have been a hell of a win if, if we could have finished it off and unfortunately the ball didn't go in and, and uh, looking for seats can't hear uh,
0: Okay. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, I mean, it's, it's popping in here. There is no question yep. about that here at RJ's Pub in Rochester Hills. As always, we are brought to you by the Evans Law Group. Remember, you can tweet your questions with the hashtag #AskCampy. Go ahead and tweet those questions, and we can read those on the air.
1: There's two people that care. They're going to sit in their car to listen. <laughs> yeah,
0: No, I, they are. Um, no, but uh, as you talked about, Camp, certainly we'll get into the Michigan State game next Tuesday night in Little Caesars <laughs> Arena. We'll talk about the break as well, lots of stuff going on, you know, in, in college sports in general, certainly, you know, the NBA, uh, there, there are some things, you know, in the NBA tonight, I want to get your take on too, just as far as the way the game has changed, and and, and all those kinds of things, but camp, I mean, I guess, I'll break it down in that, we, we played a lot of games in a short amount of time, I mean, we played an NBA schedule, speaking of NBA basketball, we played a professional basketball schedule there, with the way that the games were, were off and popping, so, you know, just, How's everybody looking how's everybody feeling? what has everybody been doing? Kind of bring us up to date
1: well the the big problem that we have, and I got a text yesterday from a good friend of mine who's a power five coach and, and the question is what the hell are you guys doing? why haven't you played and uh you know you're you're off for two weeks and and I explained to him that we have a very unique exam schedule at Oakland University. Uh, Our exam schedule does not run a week long, it runs from a Wednesday to a Wednesday and it runs over a weekend. So we can't play during exams, so we can't, that big weekend last weekend where most every team in the country plays, we couldn't play that weekend. The weekend before is league play now, you know, we have those two games, so we're scheduled two games then we can't play this weekend. We can't play from Wednesday to Wednesday, and I could. And most other schools are in exams this week, so I couldn't get a game Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and so now we don't. We go all the way out until the 21st against uh, um, Michigan State. So, yeah, it, it that that hurts us. I mean, it really hurts us. We're playing good, uh, everything's going good, and all of a sudden you got to take a two-week hiatus from. And I tell you what has ended up being harder than I thought it would be is the practice. It's really hard to get them motivated to practice. Uh, you know, there's and, no carrot, right? There's no well, carrot. Yeah, it, but it's so far off. Right. I mean, they think they're going hard, but you know. There's a difference. Yeah, yeah. And, it, and so the good was is we got rest and got to heal up, and I feel like all the little nicks and bruises are gone. I think that that's that's been good. Uh, you know, Jalen's foot's good. Uh, Micah's foot's good. Jamal is—you know—he feels good. At least he told me yesterday that you know he feels really good. So, so I think we've got that part of it back. But the flow of playing like we were playing now—one of the things that might be good is we've we've not shot the ball well, and maybe having some time off will get us to be able to shoot the ball where I think we're a much better shooting team than we've proven so far. Um, and we shoot it pretty good in practice but we get in games and we just don't consistently make shots and and part of that is because of the competition you know we've played some really you know vermont's a really good defensive team delaware was a really good defensive team uh, you know power five west virginia's those teams so getting into a flow and scoring the one game that we did make shots in was our only home game the second half against toledo we lit it up and it, it if we shoot like we did the second half against Toledo on a consistent basis, we're going to be very difficult to beat um, just because of the way we guard. So, you know, hopefully when we get back, you know, it's going to be difficult against state because one of the, you know, Michigan state is, it's an interesting year for them.
0: It is. They're different this year than, than they typically have been.
1: <laughs> you know, they, they weren't preseason in the top 25. And yet here they are 13th or 12th in the country. They, they, you look at them and you and you say, well, who out there is an NBA player? Who's their pro? Who's their, you know, who's their Magic Johnson or whoever, you know. Jaron of, Jackson, yeah, Miles Bridges. Right. <laughs> there is none. But they're elite in two areas, Neil. They're elite defensively. I mean, this is the defense that they used to play 10, 12 years ago. They are really, really good defensively, and that's what he's got to do. He's got a lot of bodies, they're physical, and he gets after you. So it's going to be a struggle for us to score. And then the second thing they're a lead at. Can is I take a guess? Athletically? A transition. Yeah. They're, they get the ball up and down the floor faster than anybody you'll play. They've scored probably 30 times this year in the first five seconds of the shot clock, which easily leads the nation. And so defending transition and, and getting a good shot are going to be the keys to this game for us We've we've got to defend transition and offensively. We got to find a way to get to 60 I, I think if we defend transition and we can get to 60 we have a chance to win I think it's gonna be hard to get to 60 against them
0: And, and that's really what jumped out at me I got a good opportunity to really sit down and watch them in their game against Penn State camp and, and it jumped off the television at me We're even Penn State had to take some air out of the ball at times just because the horses were constantly in danger of getting <laughs> out of the barn and and they were they were pulling it out of the net and moving camp i mean this is this is different like people talk about that that boxing style big ten basketball like when they were against wisconsin in the final four and it was 1915 at halftime or whatever this ain't that camp and i say ain't for effect they're, they're different this year
1: yeah but but I don't think they're great at scoring the ball in the half court. They're great at scoring the ball in transition. We're flying up the floor and getting a quick open look. Getting Their, their guards, you know, they, they, they play two guys, you know, half the game, so they're fresh, and they fly it up the floor. They, they rotate their bigs every two to three minutes, so they're fresh, and they run up the floor. And those 6'10 kid, big at 6'11 and, and Marble at 6'10 or 9 or whatever, have, they can fly up the floor and bury you. And what we have to do is make sure the pace is slow. It's gotta be a snail's pace for us to have a chance. It's got to be, it cannot be a fat, we can't take it, get a turnover, sprint out, run, shoot, miss. That's a layup for them, the other end. So we're gonna really have to control tempo, really control tempo. It's the same game plan as Oklahoma State, and it worked there, but I don't think, I think they're much better defensively than Oklahoma State was
0: and they're built a little different too just in terms of and look Oklahoma State certainly had great athletes we've seen them a couple of times on a couple of occasions but again you know you you talked about that size camp and and that's just that's just where they're built different.
1: Oklahoma State has the length and the speed that Michigan State has they don't have the strength that Michigan State they don't have the football type bodies they have the long lean athletic bodies Michigan State can run and jump with them but they also have 20 pounds a guy on them and that that will wear you down over 40 minutes we got to stay out of foul trouble you know it's really important that we don't foul it's really important that they, that they have to score all their baskets from the floor and not from the free throw line and on the other end we got to get to the free throw line because of how physical they are but that's our game anyways
0: right and in that the numbers prove that out just you guys have been amongst the nation's elite in getting to the free throw line over the course of you know even when the season results weren't what you wanted them to be you were still able to get to the free throw line just through your right. guard play so you know yeah we'll, uh, we'll we'll certainly continue our discussion michigan state game coming up at little caesars arena and, and i would assume it's always like this for you camp but this year in particular even for me the the dms and the techs and the tickets and where do we get tickets and who do we get them from and and how do we get them and where, where can you help me get tickets and all that kind of stuff it's at an all-time high this year camp i, I will say uh, that. We're, you know
1: we're off to a good start and they weren't supposed to be as good as they are so i think that people are starting to jump on the Michigan State bandwagon though know, and think hey this is a pretty good basketball team I, I don't think there were very high expectations in East Lansing this year and then when they opened with the loss to uh, was it Duke they opened up and lost was to it Kansas or Kansas Duke yeah. w- whichever one it was and that Champions Classic I, yeah I think you're right I think it was Kansas yeah they opened up with that loss um you know I think people said yeah see but now look at them I mean they're they're playing great
0: uh, a- absolutely and uh you know the uh the twitter questions are coming in with the hashtag ask campy we'll be getting to those coming up uh, about 20 minutes or so so now is your opportunity if something's rolling around in, in your head that you want to ask camp feel free uh we got one from tony paul of the detroit news which uh which which will wow <laughs> wait, wait. he's having a slow night yeah it's, it must be a slow news night around uh, around uh the detroit news but camp you know again and, and I'll save this for the next segment when we t- when we get, do a little another deeper dive into the whole Michigan State game because you you know my stance on it you and I have talked about it the the meaning of that game and just you know the desire to get a win against Michigan State and what it would do for the program locally we'll we'll talk about all that coming up uh, in just a little bit but you know Camp just kind of backing up to it and I know I know you were pissed bottom line you were pissed uh, last Tuesday at Bowling Green I understand that I get that has the dust settled at all i mean you you alluded to the fact that it has not for you you're still kind of very very upset about it but i mean all in all no
2: because that's that's my home
1: you know yeah when you go home and you you know that's why i went to school i got a lot of there were a lot of people there guy sat on my bench had been my friend for 45 years and he had his 80th birthday a couple weeks ago so i had him sit on the bench and uh he was the he was the announcer he was you for Bowling Green when I was playing and uh, you know I was in the uh, I had a I majored in this business too Neil so right you know I was he would take me to high school basketball games and I would do the color for him <laughs> so we, we had we had a heck of a friendship and to have him there and sit on the bench and whenever you go home you want to play good and but the bottom line is you want to win and we didn't play very well and but you're not going to I mean that's college basketball there's right. no there's no, I mean, if we beat Michigan State Tuesday, they're going to say they didn't play well. I mean, it, that's just college basketball. Well, so, when you
0: lose, that tends to be the case, right? I
1: mean, yeah. And and, and you know, for us, we didn't shoot well. Uh, I thought we played good defense. I thought we played hard. We just the ball just didn't go in. We missed three layups in the last minute of the game. Right. And the costly one point blank that would have won it. Um, but Jamal Cain got an offensive rebound and stabbed the layup. Uh, you know, with 35 seconds to go, it would have put us up two. Um, it's just one of those nights. But you battled, you, you kept in it, and you had a chance. And then, like I said, we won it, but then we didn't. You know, and, and so that stings just because 8-2 is better than 7-3. and three, But 8-2 and two is your only two losses are West Virginia by 5 or 6, and Alabama, who— Looks like they're one of the top five teams in the country. Oh, by the way, beat Gonzaga at Seattle. By the way, (laughs) beat Gonzaga and beat Houston the other night. So, you know, those are your two losses. Then and now, you've got a mid-major loss. And and I go back to the at-large bid. And I know a lot of our fans disagree with me because they're programmed to believe, like, you know, that the media wants you to believe. But the truth of the matter is, I'm on the committees. I'm in the business. I know what I'm talking about. The truth is. We have an at-large, we had an at-large resume. If we, I mean, we we would have to beat Michigan State. And we end our non-conference seven and two with two power five wins, a win over Vermont, a win over Toledo, a win over Delaware, three really good mid-majors, a Conference USA win over Rice. The two losses are to one of the top five teams in the country and to West Virginia who, you know,
0: it's west virginia yeah
1: and they I forget who they just beat this this week they beat a power five team at home in a real good win um so that's why we even with the bowling green loss we're sitting here with a uh, net below 60 you know 68 teams go you know now if we'd have won the bowling green game our net probably right now is in the 30s right and that's an at-large resume now does that mean you're an at-large team? No, because now you got to go through the league, and we got to do what we got to do in the league. But it, if we did, and then you're we at, lose in the tournament, we're in position. We're, we're right, and that's what I'm upset about—that we gave that away when you know it was just right there to have.
0: You know, you know what upsets me about it, Camp, and I'm curious to get your take on this because I really, when I was driving home from Bowling Green, I started thinking about it, and you know, I knew obviously how upset you were by the loss and again the Oakland alum in me you know like I'm, I'm I'm upset about it too but but here's why camp it was a little different for me I was frustrated at the situation because I know the miles that were logged and everywhere we had to go and all the road games we had to play and all the neutral site games that we had to play and look this is what college basketball is you know I, I know nobody's going to shed a tear or anything like that but the way it is you know I I was frustrated by the way it is camp and, and I, you're more in tune with the economics of the situation than I am. But as, as an Oakland fan, I was upset because it's not the same. We don't travel the same road that other people have to travel. And and I know that's you, – you can use that as an excuse. You can say that's an excuse or whatever. But that is the fact. I know. I, was, I, I logged all those miles
1: too, man. I was there. Well, you get frustrated with the process it, a little it, bit? It's the frustrating part because every year we play this schedule, it's, it's hard to – to do what we've done this year, Eve, I mean, Keith Benson's teams didn't do what we've done this year. Well, that's what I'm saying, Camp. I'm right. 10
0: years in. This is the first
1: time it was ever like that. You right. know, where we, so, we ran the right. table, and then so, I was pissed at the situation. Yeah. yeah. So, it, it's disheartening, but the truth is, you got to let it go. Yeah. Well, and, no and one I'm, cares, I, I'm struggling to let it go, but we got to let it go because we got Michigan State.
0: Yeah. And Tom Izzo doesn't care.
1: Right. Yeah. And and then and then the leak starts, and I'm going to tell you something. I know that our league is getting trashed because they, the, some of the teams that were supposed to be real good have not have not had good starts, but that doesn't mean they aren't any good. I mean, we were a good team last year. We were 0-9, and at the end, we were a really good team. And I think Detroit's a really good team. I think Milwaukee, and they're struggling right now, but I think Milwaukee's got a chance to be a real good team. I watched Cleveland State play last night. They looked all right. I, I wouldn't say we're better than Cleveland State you know everybody saying, oh you guys you had the best preseason you're gonna i watched cleveland state last night and they look like a top 50 team in the country to me last night veterans seniors passed the ball they should have won you know that kid missed a free throw otherwise they 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 beat oklahoma state at oklahoma state like we did um again i watch i've watched detroit play three or four times when you've got antoine davis you have a chance and uh their waterman kid hasn't played well and so you know that they're going to get better and better and Teams in our league it's going to be a really good league, and the fans can trash the league all they want, and they have a right to because you got a bunch of teams, right states, got an uncharacteristic record, uh, but they got the same team they had last year without loud and love, so somewhere in there they 've got really good players so right Absolutely. this this league's going to be a bear like it always is, and we've got to turn our attention to that immediately after the Michigan state game we 've got two home games uh, against you know. Teams, uh, one of, one who's down right now, and the other one who's two and zero in the league, and, and we got to win those two game, home games, get to four and zero, and and that's what our focus has to be on, Neil. It, it can't be on a miss layup or a, a disappointing night.
0: No, a- absolutely. We'll take our first break, and when we come back, I do want to talk a little bit more about the Michigan State game, just in relation to the Detroit sports scene and and the common Detroit sports fan. So we are taking your questions with the hashtag Ask Campy. We'll be right back with more. Of the Greg Campy Show, brought to you live by the Evans Law Group. We're live at RJ's Pub in Rochester Hills. Neil Rule here for the Evans Law Group. And guys, look, I could tell you about how U.S. News and World Report recognized Cam Evans for 10 straight years as one of the top lawyers in America in the field of employment law. But what I want to tell you is this. When it was me, when it was my contracts, when it was my money that was on the table, Cam Evans was the only one that I trusted. And you can learn more about the legal services offered by the Evans Law Group at 248-468-1485 or visit them on the web at evanslawgrp.com.
2: At Henry Ford Health System, we're proud to be the official healthcare provider of the Detroit Lions. Because our teams have a lot in common. We're all for leaving opponents in our dust. Linebackers and cancer alike. And we're all for pushing ourselves to be the best because we're all for anything it takes to win. Henry Ford Health System, all for you. Official healthcare provider of the Detroit Lions. Learn more at HenryFord.com slash TeamDocs.
0: I'm Kevin Small Group. We are live at RJ's Pub in Rochester Hills. He is a coach, Greg Campy. My name is Neil Rule, the voice of the Golden Grizzlies. Happy to have you with us again at RJ's Pub in Rochester Hills. Pizza night tonight, too, so come on through. Uh, as my good friend, Joik Bell, likes to say, pull up on RJ's Pub here in Rochester Hills, but camp...
1: Yeah, what's that do what to it pull up on us. Oh. I, thought, big, I thought I was gonna hear something. I didn't understand that. Okay. I don't understand it and, So go on
0: well, you were right <laughs> and, and you were right camp. There you go No, but um, you know, again another point I wanted to make about this Michigan State game camp and You know, I've had this discussion before and, and you actually agreed with me to some to some degree which really stunned me Because uh, you don't usually agree with what I say, but with, with all true. that <laughs> true. With, with all that being said a, a win against Michigan State at Little Caesars Arena, you know, TV twenty, citywide broadcast available on ESPN all, or ESPN Plus all over the the nation as well. I contend, and I'm of this point, and just ride with me here for a couple seconds, guys. To the Detroit sports fan, I think a victory over Michigan State goes further than Oakland going to the NCAA tournament. Do you, do you do you agree do you think that's crazy am i way off base i'm talking the common detroit sports fan you know the red wings tigers pistons
1: lions i, I don't know neil because the one thing i've struggled with and had to learn is that i think our fan base only cares about one thing and that's going to the NCAA tournament yeah
0: i'm not talking about our fan base i'm talking about the, the yeah, common our, detroit sports fan
1: you're you're probably right then but i don't know i i think that yeah for a day maybe but the NCAA tournament's transcending. You know, you, you fill out brackets, you spend a week. Everybody goes on and talks about who the the seeds are. And, ev- you know, every time we've been in it, uh, we've been <coughs> talked about as a team that can win a game. And so we get, so I don't know. I think <coughs> I understand what you're saying and where you're coming from. And I think in the in the present for a minute, you're probably right. But I think within our fan base, within, I mean, I still go back to that year. <clears throat> that Kay Felder left, and we, you know, we won a conference championship. I mean, and I don't know how many mid majors win conference championships when you have a pro come out early. And we found a way to win it. We beat two high power five teams that year, but we lose to Youngstown State in a freak accident play. A kid makes an unbelievable air, and we lose. We turn around from that, and we go win at Clemson in the the NIT tournament. Then we go to Richmond, and we get absolutely hosed in the last second. Martez Walker gets fouled, and it doesn't get called. All he's got to do is make free throw, and we win. We go to the quarterfinals. And there are a lot of people to this day that think that was a bad year, that are still mad that— we didn't go to the NCAA tournament that beat, year. Beat
0: Washington that year, too, if memory serves, right, at Washington? No, that was the year, that before. The year before. That was year okay. with Felder.
1: But, but my point, we beat Georgia that year and we beat Clemson We're that Cle- year. We beat Georgia, that's what it and, was. And my point is, is that's a great year. But it's not because, you go to and tournament. I've had to learn that, you know. And, and I tried to fight that. I fought that, that, you know, I don't want, I don't want to be a bad team and, and go to the NCAA tournament and think that's a great year. But that's that's what we the world we live in. So we gotta we gotta understand that as coaches and as people that sell tickets and as as you know cultivating your fan base. That's what your fans want. They want to go to the N.C.A.A. tournament. So that's gotta be the single purpose of your season. Now, do we want to beat Michigan State? Hell yeah, we want to beat them. Will that do wonders for us? Yeah, I don't think it. I think the loss to Michigan State in the palace when they were number one in the country, when we had. K. Felder, the transist, uh, a transcending player across the country. He was on Sports Center all the time. I think if that shot had gone in and we'd won that game, it would have changed our program forever. We'll, we'll never get that back. We'll never be in that position. I think we would have had millions of dollars of revenue would have come in. We would have a practice facility today. We would have all the things that we dream of if that ball had gone in because they were number one in the country. It was the largest television audience on ESPN that season it was just it was a lightning in a bottle game and it didn't happen and so, if we beat Michigan State Tuesday I don't think it would have the effect that that game would have
0: because yeah it wouldn't be the same stakes. Yeah, yeah yeah
1: so so yeah do I want to beat Michigan State yes do I is it something personal no I, you know what I want to them. I want them to be able to look at every one of those Michigan State friends of theirs and say we kicked your you know and for 365 days they get to talk crap to them that's why I want to beat Michigan State I want our president to be able to go to Lansing and have all the other presidents pat her on the back and say hey way to go congratulations you know maybe they'll give her more money you know because of that maybe when she begs for money for the university that'll help us I know that if we beat Michigan State our admissions office we will skyrocket in applications. I know that for a fact. That's proven. Every time we go to the NCAA tournament, that's a proven, you know, statistical uh, anomaly it's, that It's a fact. Ha- it it's happens, a fact. right. So that's why I want to do that. But the biggest reason is for people like these guys to be able to talk that smack, you know, and and that's, that's why I want to win the game. The game's not going to affect it will it affect us if we go to the n tournament we'll be a 12 seed instead of a 13 or 14 if we win that game so it does have a, a cause effect that way but if we lose the game and go to the n tournament we're still in the n tournament and we've still pleased the fan base and we haven't been there in a decade so it's time to get back
0: no well said camp i mean i'm, I'm in lockstep with you uh, on everything you know that you brought up you know michigan state you know the uh we, we talked about what they want to do on the floor and those types of things. You, you mentioned the fact that, that they're one of the elite teams in the nation as far as transition offense goes. And, and I see this a lot, and I look at you when it's happening, and, and you can sense sometimes when this happens. How do you stop the snowball from rolling down the hill? Like you, sometimes in a game you can sense when it's going to happen.
1: How do you stop it? Well, you can, I can't. The players have to. Uh, <laughs> Jalen Moore is going to have to make a play, uh, Raul. <laughs> uh, Jamal Cain's going to have to make a play. Your top players, when things go bad, have to step up and make plays. Um, somebody, maybe, maybe somebody you weren't expecting to do something. All of a sudden, you know, we're, we're up eight at Oklahoma State, and, and like that, we're down two. And Trey Townsend comes down and makes an unbelievable play that puts us back, gets an and one, puts us back ahead. That's how you stop the momentum. A player's got to make a play. A timeout's not going to do it. You know, I'll oh, call timeout. Well, what's that going to do? You know, is it going to stop the crowd from yelling? Sure, but they're going to yell on the next play. You know, it's got to be a player making a play. And, and that's why sometimes you see the stuff get stopped. And at Alabama, we couldn't stop it. Because the only guy that could make a play at Alabama was Jamal. Everybody else just had a really, really bad night. The ball wouldn't go in. And so, you know, that's the way to do it. Against Michigan State, the problem that can happen is a guy can try and make a play, take a bad shot, and that leads to a layup. You know, with Michigan State, a bad shot is a a turnover to leading to a layup. Because you take a bad shot, you get a long rebound, and they catch it on the run, you're not going to stop them from scoring. You take a good shot and make it. They got to take it out. You get three guys back. You get the ball corralled and stopped at the half court. They're going to struggle to score against our zone. Uh, so, I mean, it's simple. It's simple. You, any fan watching the game is going to be able to tell if we have a chance to win based on tempo of the game in the first 8 to 10 minutes.
0: And that's really what it comes down to, especially you know when you play those power five teams that are explosive and can be explosive. What about their length, Cam? You know, Michigan State's length and, and you talked about it a little bit earlier on in the show But you know the marbles and the Gabe Browns and all these guys even their point guard is long That, that was the thing that really jumped off the television screen at me the athleticism combined with the length. I mean they they are a College
1: basketball's turn this way, right? Like we, we talk oh, about five we, athletes yeah, and figure it out I think that's what we are too though, right? The difference between our length and Michigan State's is we don't have Marcus Bingham. Right. We don't have that guy we don't, you know, Jamal Kane's Gabe brown I mean, they're, they're the same kind of length. We don't have a Marcus Bingham length. <laughs> and then the other thing is, is their length weighs about 15 pounds more than, you know, we're still in the uh, Trey Townsend, uh, Micah Parrish, they're still babies, you know. They're still a COVID freshman. They're still 15, 20 pounds away. Michigan State guys are there. You know, Max Christie is more like ours. Max Christie has length, but he's not real big and strong. He's more like Micah in that. But the rest of those guys are older, more physical. Marble is a, you know, I mean, he's a fullback. Um, Hogarth is, is a running back. You know, I mean, they're big, strong kids. Well Marble's like the Tony
0: Rice of college, but feels like Marble's been there forever, man.
3: <laughs> it
0: just yeah, feels that way. Seems
1: like we've played against him a yeah, lot, forever, and, yeah. And Bingham the same way. Bingham
0: the same way. Yeah. He's he's always been there, man. Gabe it, Brown. You know, Gabe Brown. Careers.
1: Was, Gabe Brown was their leading scorer against us last year. He had twenty some points against us. I don't know if people remember, but we scored ninety two points last year in the Breslin Center. Ninety two points. I don't I mean, how many people ever go in there and score ninety two points? I guarantee you, we won't be anywhere near 92 to SAT or next Tuesday. You know, but I mean that that game last year was up and down, and there weren't any fans there. But I think they had 100 and some, and we had 92. I mean, it was a close game most of the game. But Rashad made a bunch of threes. Jalen made a bunch bunch of threes. It was back and forth. They were burying threes too.
0: Yeah, it, it, it was a track meet. There is no doubt about that, Camp. When we come back, you you ready for the Ask Campy? It's it's filled up nicely uh, okay. as it always does. We got a little bit of extra time, obviously. You know, not a lot to recap from last week, so we can we can take our time and get to them all. We will be right back with Ask Campy on Twitter. It's a Greg Campy Show brought to you by the Evans Law Group. We're live at RJ's Pub in Rochester Hills.
2: Oakland University Credit Union's new Visa Signature credit card rewards you for living life to the fullest. Enjoy VIP experiences, exclusive discounts, and more cash back. Receive 3% cash back on groceries, 2% cash back on gas, travel, and universities, and 1% cash back on everything else. Plus, pay no international transaction fees. Open your Visa Signature card today. Visit OUCreditUnion.org slash Visa Signature. Federally insured by the NCUA.
3: Want to save a lot on your energy bills? Want to have some fun? Well, with the DTE Interactive Home, you can do both. From the attic to the basement, bedroom to backyard, the Interactive Home has tips, tools, programs, and products to save money in every room of the house. It's one of the few ways you can have fun and save money at the same time. Visit dteinteractivehome.com today. DTE.
0: can't be happy to have you guys with us as as we said next Tuesday Michigan State the Golden Grizzlies at Little Caesars Arena on TV on TV 20 also 1270 the bet 97.1 HD 3 your radio home for Golden Grizzlies basketball and on the Odyssey app streaming worldwide so camp it's uh it's that time of the week ask campy is is upon us and you know that means pittsburgh marty's gonna jump in he actually he fires off his questions early in the week he's an overachiever camp he doesn't he doesn't show up late to the party uh but he wants to know glad you've had a chance to catch your breath after all the early season games what does the 10 days between bowling green and michigan state look like for the players and the coaching staff
1: uh it's a good question i'm gonna get to see marty when we play uh robert morris and i're gonna have lunch together so very cool looking forward to meeting him um uh what's it look like well we took a bunch of days off we're in exams um for people that remember what that was like when they were in college you know that's a stressful time so we we try and make it an easy time basketball wise uh we've we've practiced only one day at a time and then take a day off and then a day today was our day off and we get back tomorrow's the last day of exams actually all of our players uh are done with their exams today we all got every one of our players got their vaccination booster shot today so we wanted to take the day off in case any of them that's you know didn't feel good from the booster so we're all triple vaccinated and and uh ready for the the you know the winter coming up um (laughs) and then we start tomorrow now one of our problems that you know really hurts us and nobody's going to feel sorry for us is that we don't we don't have any place to practice um, graduation yep. you know the, the arena is down because of graduation so we're going to get ready for michigan state practicing at rochester college uh, clint pleasant has been very kind to us to allow me to bring my team there and uh so we'll practice there tomorrow uh what's tomorrow wednesday wednesday it thursday is. and friday we'll take saturday off we practice at little caesar's arena on sunday morning the Pistons play Sunday afternoon, so we're going to get in there Sunday morning and get some shots up in there. And then on Monday, we'll practice at Rochester College again. And uh, we play Tuesday. And then we'll send our players home after the game Tuesday for three days. They'll get the 22nd, 23rd, well, I guess four days. They get 22nd through the 25th off. And then we'll come back the morning of the 26th. We'll, pra- we'll be back in the arena. We'll practice twice on the 26th. Get ready for Robert Morris, get ready for the league. So, you know, it's a weird time. It's different Uh, how we handle it. You know, who knows? I'm sure that if things don't go well against Michigan State, you'll hear me blame the fact that we didn't get to practice in the arena. You know, and if things go great, I'll go, oh, maybe we should take two weeks off like this. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> we'll, whatever, we'll see what happens whatever
0: fits the narrative right camp yeah Yeah, that's it that day hey, we're we're in that time right now uh in america uh wh- what are some of the things that you're doing during this time marty also wanted to know
1: well, i got my christmas shopping done today uh so if that means anything um but we're you know we're i'm doing a lot of game prep for robert morris and uh youngstown uh, you know I've, I've got a chance to Last night I got a chance to watch both Milwaukee play a lot. You know, I had both games going at once, Milwaukee and Cleveland State. I got a chance to watch them, and I, like I said earlier, Cleveland State's really good, man. They're they're really good. Yes, they are. They um, were really good last they year were, too. Yeah, yeah, but they were really good last night. They're they're the way they pass the ball and and the the seniors and and I don't know what their point guard didn't play last night. I haven't been able to get the scoop on that why he didn't play. But so I, you know, I'm watching the other teams in the league right now. It's that. That window time where I can get to see him, and and uh, we're trying to, I'm personally trying to get my game plan ready for Robert Morris while the team's getting ready for Michigan State, so that's what I'm doing.
0: We got Matt from the Horizon uh, Roundtable podcast. You got any? You got any insight as to why? No, nothing. Po- oh, I was I was talking about the point guard situation for Cleveland State. Did you did you hear why Boding
1: didn't? Oh okay. See, that's. It's I good hope to have Matt I, here. I hope it's high enough that he's it takes about we play him in 3 weeks so maybe 4 weeks to get get back. That <laughs> yeah, kid's good. Yeah <laughs> yeah no yeah, certainly
0: certainly he was and it was funny too the uh the announcers the uh, the uh Big 12 network announcers were talking about Trey Gomillion about how can he is the prototypical guy that you would love to have on your team but man he he's a pain in the ass man like he, he is
1: yeah, he's a good player, man. He's been, been <laughs> he a good is. player for them for three years. So yeah. I just, I hope he's not on a seven-year program because I'd like to see him out of here.
0: <laughs> Again, the Tony, the Tony Rice program. Uh, speaking of Tonys, Tony Paul, Detroit News. Uh, Ask Campy, should you guys be ranked ahead of Michigan State and Michigan in my state power rankings on debtnews.com?
1: I would have said until the Bowling Green game, yes. Uh, now after the Bowling Green game, I think we're right where we belong and we'll have a chance to prove whether we're good enough or not to be ahead of them or not next Tuesday so I think you've got it right where you need it um you know he's got it right right where it should be (laughs) two a week ago I would have argued with him that I think (laughs) I don't think I I don't know if Michigan or Michigan State would have been had the same record we had haven't had they played the exact same schedule we had where we had played I don't know if they would have and so that's why I told him I thought we should be ranked number one we had the highest RPI, we had the highest net, we had the highest everything over him, so why wouldn't, if, if all the statistics say we should be, why wouldn't he put us there? Now, if you were going to bet on it, I'd probably bet on them. But I'm just going by what, you know, the ask a question, I'm giving the answer. But right now, I think we're right where we belong.
0: Uh, at KickSave23 on Twitter, hashtag Ask Campy, what's the worst Christmas song on the radio? And if I may ask a follow-up, why is it Christmas rapping by the Waitresses? I don't know that I've heard that one. That's 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 pretty that's pretty rando right there. But what's 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 your Christmas least favorite Christmas rapping? song on the radio? Yeah, I never heard of that song.
1: I'll have to ask my son about that one. Uh,
0: no, I, it's like rapping, like I guess, and rapping presents. I don't know. That's not oh, the important part. Oh,
1: I thought you, uh, by the waitresses. You're
0: confusing <laughs> me. It, it sounds like a '50s song or something like that. But it can't. All right, what's the worst Christmas song on the radio right now? In your in your opinion, or the, the, the one you worst enjoy the Christmas least?
1: Song? Yeah. Well, I actually. I don't listen to the radio of music except for this month. I, that station, one hundred point three, plays all Christmas music. Yeah. So during the month of December, I listen to that radio station. And I will tell you this: uh, What's the song? Where "Let It Snow"? Every time I turn that station on, it's the same. It, they play "Let It Snow." I get in the car. Let it snows on. I get. I get out of the car. I get back in. Let it snows on. So. That's the one that bothers me the most because I hear it every friggin' time I get in the car.
0: <laughs> it, it is. There is like a block of like fifteen songs at that, that station. I think they just they loop them, it. Yeah, they loop it and they run them through and everything like that. It, it but they got me hooked. I, li- I mean, it's. But uh, here you are talking about it because yep. you listen to it. Yep. So mission accomplished by them. Yep. Lots of credit to them. Yeah. It, it is. What a time to be alive, though, Camp. I mean, there's there's any genre of Christmas music that you like. I like more the poppy you know the pop christmas songs and stuff like that i don't know matt's over there shaking his head whatever i don't care it's what i like all right it's what i like but you can go anywhere smart speakers satellite radio your phone pandora anywhere you want to go
1: camp it's 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 open to you i i do like it yeah i i do too i i think it's you know part of your childhood you grow up with it so right. you, you keep it i actually went uh about a week ago i went to uh the uh, Basilica Saint Anne's down in Detroit, which is one of the oldest Catholic churches in the in the country, and they had a orchestra play Christmas music, and they had a, a young lady with an operatic voice sing Ave Maria and a couple of Christmas carols, and it it was one of the best evenings I've had in a long time. I just was it, somebody invited me to get get away and go there, and I went, and it was awesome. Just. Made me think like I was a kid again. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, our guy MD Fun eighty nine wants to know: Ask Campy during the finals week break, what's the schedule like for the team? Roughly, how many do, do any new offensive sets go in? I guess, uh, kind of a wraparound question. Do you do you, are you getting anything installed, or are you just kind of getting yes. through the, the, no, the finals?
1: No, no. I I think and and I think you guys who have watched us for years know that offensively we're struggling. Um, this is not our typical offensive team, and, and we've, we've got too many talented players. We don't have the great, you know, knockdown three point shooter that we've always had in the system. We hope Lampman can have games like that. We hope Zion Young can get healthy and be that. But the other guys, that's not their roles. And so I'm trying to find something uh, to fix us offensively, and we've spent. We, we usually spend very little time on offense in practice, and the last, since the Bowling Green game, the emphasis has been on our offense, trying to fix what's wrong, and, and we've put some, some, uh, the ball sticks too much for us, and what I mean by that is, once it gets in Jalen's hands, after we run something, it stays in his hands, and we're calling somebody for a ball screen, and I don't, that's not my most favorable way to play, So. I have to do a better job, you know, I can't, I can't not let them be who they are, but I can put them in a better position, and so we've, we've put some stuff in where the ball goes from side to side, where there's automatic, it, it's almost called false motion, and what I mean by false motion is we're faking movement, so the first seven seconds of the shot clock, we might be doing something, but we're only doing it to do it, we're not doing it to try and score, we're just some false motion so the ball goes from here to this side of the floor to make the defense react and then we'll get into the stuff we do and uh, the other reason we're doing that a little bit is because that'll slow us down against Michigan State it'll take seven or eight seconds off the shot clock so we don't come down and get quick early shots so yes we're spending a lot of time on our offense
0: uh, Matt from the Horizon Roundtable, who uh, is, is our insider here as he sits inside uh, RJ's pub. With the week away from the games, how much have you been able to watch the other teams in the league? You kind of touch on this a little bit. Uh, any thoughts from Cleveland State, Oklahoma State last night in particular, which you, you said, yeah, Cleveland State's very good.
1: Yeah, I I thought Cleveland State showed last night everybody that thought they were going to be a great basketball team. And, again, it's it's hard, <laughs> it's hard to play good for three months, four months. I will say this, though, Cleveland State scheduled their first eight games, seven of them I believe were at home. And so I'm a little shocked that they weren't 7-1, 8-0. I thought that they would be, just because they're at home and they've got a veteran team. But they proved last night, now they go to Duke next, and I think they'll play Duke good too. And I think they've proved to themselves and to everybody in our league that they're the team that was picked to win it, and there's a reason they were picked to win it, and they're playing at that level. I'm very, very impressed with them.
0: Uh, at Oakland UFAN on Twitter says, uh, Wonderful Christmas time by Paul McCartney. I change the channel every time it comes on. So I, I, I'm with them on that one.
1: Yeah, Simply. I don't. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's a bad, yeah, that's uh, a bad That's not your best, y- no. Y- <laughs> no, that's not the
0: best. <laughs> no, no, it's certainly not. So, so we are uh, on there. And lastly, uh, Brett McWeefy, who is uh, with uh, uh, Director and Marketing Communications for the Red Wings and the Tigers in District Detroit. Uh, will there be candy corn at neil Rule's seat next tuesday brett there better not be or you're paying the next lunch tab so no there, there better not be we'll take our final break when we come back we'll wrap this thing up and uh got some questions of uh, you know of my own for uh head coach greg campy steph curry i believe was chasing the uh, all-time three-point record i believe he got it in the first quarter so hey, it, it reminded me of a question i want to ask camp when we get back we're coming down the stretch. And it is the Greg Campy Show brought to you by the Evans Law Group. We're live at RJ's Pub in Rochester Hills.
2: Tap into savings when you use your Oakland University Credit Union Visa Signature. I thought you had something to say. Credit card gives you more cash back, like 3% cash back on groceries, 2% cash back on gas, travel, and universities, and 1% cash back on everything else. Simply tap to pay. It's fast, easy, and convenient. Tap to pay. Get more cash back with the OUCU Visa Signature Credit Card. Federally insured by the NCUA.
3: This is a great day for Henry Ford Sports Medicine. As the official team physicians for the Detroit Pistons and care provider for the Detroit Lions, today we welcome another athlete whom we proudly care for. Lisa, how is your injury? It turned out to be just a twisted knee. When can you return to Zumba? Maybe next week. Lisa, one more question. Henry Ford Sports Medicine, official team physicians for athletes like Lisa and you. Learn more at henryford.com/sports.
0: segment of the Greg Campy Show, brought to you by the Evans Law Group. He is a coach, Greg Campy. My name is Neil Rule. Happy to have you with us at RJ's Pub in Rochester Hills. as next Tuesday, Golden Grizzlies, Michigan State at Little Caesars Arena. Can't wait to see everybody. Out there, I will have the TV call on TV 20 and ESPN Plus. Game will be available on radio side as well. 1270 The Bet AM, 97.1 HD3. So, Camp, I, I do have to ask you this: uh, It took Steph Curry today about four minutes to become the all-time three-point leading uh, maker in the history of NBA basketball. He broke Ray Allen's record. He's he's pushing up towards three thousand made threes uh, in his career. You do you like the game, and, and, and this has permeated some college basketball
1: as well. I mean, do you like the state of basketball right now? Well, honestly, Neil, I my job's a hard job. I know a lot of people think I got it easy, but I really don't have time to watch a lot of NBA stuff because we're you know running at the same time. Right now, I watch in the <laughs> playoffs because we're usually done. You know, obviously we're done by the time the playoffs and I I watch intently uh during the playoffs I watch mostly offenses and that, that the rules are so different defensively that what they do defensively is never going to make us better and we don't <laughs> I'm not going to guard the ball screen 27 ways like they do <laughs> right. so I I don't but I do watch offensive tendencies and I'm always trying to steal a play always trying to steal a sideline baseline out of bounds play always trying to steal something and uh so when you at, when people ask me those questions, I, I don't know a lot about. I mean, the only the only time I'm going to watch a NBA game is if I'm free and I can watch the Pistons, or if Kendrick's playing. You know, if an Oakland player's playing, then I'll I'll, I'll videotape that and make sure I watch to see how one of my players is doing. So the the way they play and how they play. Um, but, but there are
0: characteristics, though, Camp, that have spilled over into college. You know what I was talking about earlier? It, college basketball is more positionless, like the NBA has become yeah. somewhat positionless. Yeah, you know, the big I mean. has kind of gone away in college like it has in the NBA. You know, you were one of the godfathers of the, the three-point, you know, high-scoring
1: yeah. offenses and stuff like that. Do, do you like the state of college basketball right now? Oh, I do. I mean, I, I think that I think that the game itself is exciting, and, and I think, there, you know, the, the rules – are changing which I think are important that the rules continue to change and you know the freedom of movement rule is my biggest complaint they they keep trying to change it and give people freedom of movement but Tuesday against Michigan State everywhere we go we're going to be body checked and jammed and held and you'll see me bitching and complaining because the rules are supposed to be in place to allow freedom of movement. And that's my biggest thing that I want the game to get to. I want freedom of movement. Now, Tom Izzo will sit right next to me here and tell me I'm crazy, right, that it's a defensive game, it's a physical game, it's the biggest, the strongest, the fastest, and, and it's the toughest. We want to be tough. Well, I'm an offensive-minded guy. I, I believe that offense should have the right to play, The fans want to see. They don't wanna see a bloodbath. They wanna see shots going in and Steph Curry's and things like that. So I wanna see the rules continue to move forward to freedom of movement where you can't be kept from being able to get to a spot on the floor if you don't have the basketball. If you've got the basketball, that's different. I, I can see somebody physically trying to keep you from places, but when you don't have the basketball, your, your freedom of movement has got to be allowed and that's the biggest thing i don't like about the game and that's the one that i and i in the nba you know i mean the nba it depends on who's officiating every time you watch an nba game it's completely different right you know and and you want consistency in the college game and i you know that's what i asked for
0: and that's really always been the you know, consistency game to game even within the game within the right. game-to-game even because we that that would be I guess that's kind of my biggest complaint You know just about in the way that games are officiated camp. There's almost three different games within the game You know the, the first half seems to, to to follow a certain pathway Then the first you know, eight minutes of the second half are called another way And then the final 12 minutes of the game are called another way.
1: Well, I think in our game at halftime There's a person in the stands that goes in and talks to the officials and You know, like, for example, in our game against Bowling Green, Jalen, Jalen just got killed the first five minutes of that game. I mean, he was physically manhandled the first five minutes of that game. And as the second half started, I think the technical changed things because they were letting all that stuff go. And then they saw Jamal and, and whoever their kid was get into it. They saw the elevation of bad feelings. So now whenever you see that as an official, you're gonna step in and clean things up. And I think that's why you saw all the stuff that wasn't being called started getting called. Um, and that's why you see a game change as it goes. But I do think down the stretch that there, when you lose a road game, you usually wanna bitch about officiating. There's there's nothing in that game I can complain about other than Jamal's technical foul. You know, every they were consistent. Uh, they told me what was happening. I saw what was happening. I could coach to it. Our players could play to it, and that's what you want from officials.
0: Well, well, speaking of Steph Curry, and we've, we've been talking about that, and Dame Lillard's a guy uh, who Reggie Hamilton beat out for the NCAA scoring title. I always like to bring that up. You know, when people, people talk about Damian Lillard, I'm just saying it happened. It's a fact. The distance from which guys are shooting from now, and I mean for like their threats to make it, like Steph Curry. I know those guys yeah. are unicorns and stuff like that, do you foresee a day are they going to continue to move the three-point line back do you foresee a day when we go rock and jock mtv basketball and they put a four-point line or
1: a five-point line i hope not i hope they don't do that um i i think that you just got to get better defensively i mean if you're if you're offensively can make those shots your defense has got to learn to go out and play against it you know and you've got to extend your defense and guard it you know and and uh I hope that's the revolution, of the evolution of it. I hope it's not a four-point play. I, I just—if <laughs> a four-point play comes in, the analytics will say you never shoot a two. I mean, you won't. You, why would, would you ever shoot a two? Right. You know, and then that—that—that that, that just changes the game because you're gonna—you're gonna play the analytics. I mean, if you want to survive in this business, you have to understand the analytics. And it's
0: proven, as I call it, proven math.
1: <clears throat> well, there is a reason when a guy goes to bat for the Detroit Tigers, and there's three Boston Red Sox in those spots. There's a reason. And these guys are making millions, and they're not going to lose their job because a fan thinks, why are you doing that? Right. Right. The the analytics prove that out, and it's the same in basketball. And the the difference now, though, is this. People are starting to understand basketball analytics where the last seven to ten years nobody understood them because – Nobody wrote about them. Nobody explained them. Coaches know, knew them or lived by them. But why would I explain that? Because nobody's going to th- think I'm speaking Japanese anyways, right? Right. So you, you play a kid and you show all this and nobody's going to understand it. But now that's changing. You know, all these websites and all the stuff, the plus minus, the, the—the, you know, and even the plus minus is, is – deceiving because on a stat sheet it just is a plus minus but really plus minus depends on well who who else were you on the floor with I want to know the plus minus of the five guys at the same time not just Lampman's got a plus 10 and the team was minus six well who was on the floor during his plus 10 was who was on the floor for the other team you know why why are these numbers you have to understand what those numbers mean and I think Joe Fan is starting to see that and understand it and it's going to it's, it's going to make it a little more difficult for coaches because you're going to have to explain things better now, you know, because fans <laughs> are going to understand them better. All
0: right, right. So, Camp, I have to ask you this uh, as we come up towards the end of the Greg Campy Show here at RJ's Pub. Uh, we will be on break between Christmas and New Year's. We won't have a show that Tuesday, and we'll be back at it after the New Year next week's show obviously will be recorded you'll hear it when you're on the way home from Little Caesars Arena you can tune in uh, to the Greg Campy show but Camp I, I gotta ask you this man with, with everything that's on the line Michigan State you know all the reasons we talked about here at Little Caesars Arena and, and you do this really in every arena we go to you usually walk in out on the floor you go to the bench you sit down and you just kind of stare out onto the court I've always been meaning to ask you this what, what's going through your mind during that time?
1: nothing you can say nothing like if just you know yeah. uh, it's i think it's a lot better than sitting in a locker room staring at a wall so i don't know it's not portillo's or anything like that or no no i don't know i just i do like to watch the other team warm up i do like to just and then i if they're making shots my stomach gets all upset so i go in and if they're missing shots then my stomach gets all upset because i know they're going to make them and, so I don't know. That's a hell of a question. I, I don't. You I know the pro, here's the problem with that question. Next Tuesday, I'm going to walk out there and I'm going to sit down and I'm going to think. Oh shit! Oh, I can't <laughs> say that. Oh, what am I thinking about? Now, now I'm actually going to think about what I'm thinking about. That's a bad question, Neil. You got me now.
0: I, I'm, so, I'm sorry, Camp. I, I didn't mean to. I, I didn't mean to put that. I, I didn't mean to put that in your in your head. So. <laughs>
1: you know uh, i know i'm apologies. gonna do that now i'm gonna go out there and i said i'm gonna
0: my, my guy ayande too back at the board i hope you caught that one my friend to uh yeah, <laughs> to there's, a, there's a, a seven second uh, uh de- well, yeah. we'll, we'll see
1: though camp we'll, we'll see
0: so. you actually you were late like you were late this year with your with your first uh accidental curse word on the great campy show
1: yeah, i'm getting better
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean we almost made it to christmas yeah you know but before the first one but uh you know camp we're ready to roll, man. Any, any final thoughts? Anything else? Got about a minute and a half left.
1: No, I, I, I just think that, you know, this is a fun part of the year because, um, you know, if you look around at all the different teams in our league, and there, there were a lot of teams this year that had a lot of expectations. The league's supposed to be really good. I still think it is. I, I, I think a lot of people have had tough starts, but I just want to remind people we were 0-9 last year, and a lot of people didn't think we were very good, and by the end of the year we were a really good basketball team. And I think you're going to see that from some other teams in our league. I think that you're going to see some great league games. Um, you know, I would prefer that every team in the league was awful and couldn't win a game, but that ain't the way it's going to be. It's going to it's going to be tough. I I think there's three or four really really good teams, and there's another three or four dark horse teams that that could surprise you. And I think every night's going to be a war in the league. And uh, you know, the next time that we are live here. Uh, we'll have played two more league games and and we'll be getting ready for Detroit. And it'll be really we're into it and now it is the best time of the year, right? It'll we're, we'll be here on a Tuesday night the 4th. We play Detroit on the 5th. I hope we're 4 and 0. I hope they're 4 and 0 and I hope it's going to be one of the best basketball games we play all year. So, a lot can happen in the next two weeks, but when we reconvene here, it's going to be time to go.
0: Uh, absolutely. And, again, a big, a big shout-out to everybody at West Middle School here. Coach Campy's looking for three-point shooters. So, uh, you know, as, as we said earlier, come on up and talk to Coach uh, after the show if you are a three-point shooter. Appreciate everybody coming out here at RJ's Pub in Rochester Hills. Big thank you to Ayonde back at our 1270 The Bet Studios, Coach Campy. My name is Neil Rule, the voice of the Golden Grizzlies. Thanks for listening to the Greg Campy Show live at RJ's Pub in Rochester Hills, brought to you by the Evans Law Group. Well, see you later. Neil Rule here for the Evans Law Group. And guys, look, I could tell you about how U.S. News and World Report recognized Cam Evans for 10 straight years as one of the top lawyers in America in the field of employment law. But what I want to tell you is this. When it was me, when it was my contracts, when it was my money that was on the table, Cam Evans was the only one that I trusted. And you can learn more about the legal services offered by the Evans Law Group at 248-468-1485 or visit them on the web at evanslawgrp.com.
3: Want to save a lot on your energy bills? Want to have some fun? Well, with the DTE Interactive Home, you can do both. From the attic to the basement, bedroom to backyard, the Interactive Home has tips, tools, programs, and products to save money in every room of the house. It's one of the few ways you can have fun and save money at the same time. Visit dteinteractivehome.com today.